Welcome to So Many Bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and this week I'll be recapping some of our favorite games from 2017. First, we'll hear from some of the show's frequent guests, then I'll add my top five at the end. In order, you'll hear from Brandon Shockney, Melissa Patterson, Luis Badillo, Di Billick, and Dan Schiffmacher. While you're here, while you're here, I also recommend taking a listen back on a few episodes from the past year. Episode 108, our Persona 5 spoiler cast. Episode 115, my report on BitBash Chicago 2017. And episode 121, my interview with Battle Chef Brigade designer and president of Trinket Studios, Tom Eastman. Thank you for listening and look forward to plenty more bits in 2018. So my favorite five games of the year, 2017, let me think. Um, Top of the list, I have to put Persona 5 um, because that, it was just everything I wanted it to be, right? It built on the previous uh, uh, entries. I I fell back into that mode I get when I play Persona 5 of like, I'm just constant. Like, I got to get to the next day. I want to see who I can like um, befriend and whatnot uh, and, and get closer with the the that simulation part of it, the like real life kind of like cruising around town as opposed to the dungeon crawling, which is also so excellent, um, is what really kept me back going to the game. So Persona 5, top of the list. That's my number one. Uh, number two, let's put in, you know what? Um, I'm going to put, uh, I mean, they can be in any order, right? So yeah. we don't have to worry about um, them being particular ones. I think I want to put Horizon Zero Dawn uh, next because I think that was just such. I mean, people are talking about how great that game was. It was so so fun. I got wrapped up in that world and um, that character. Uh, it just it a beautiful looking game. Um, the gameplay is exciting and fast, and uh, the there's a the progression is very steady, and it feels like I'm constantly being able to like move forward, and there's constantly something for me to new to explore. So, really, really dug that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's got to be high up there, uh, and then uh, Injustice Two. I think I'm gonna put in that third spot. I just really love they Injustice One was fine. I, ha- I enjoyed it. Injustice 2 felt like they, they went all out, right? So and, and they're still adding content to it. Like, we just got Hellboy added as a as a playable character in the game. Um, but that, that is so great, right? Like, they had a really robust story um, with that, that they had come up, just an original story for the game that built off of the events of the first one. Uh, the gear system in that is incredible. There's so many, like, different item pieces and shaders and color like that it's all like cosmetic but uh it's but but it also helps you like certain things help you give you an edge um when you're playing online um so that that really fun love injustice too uh blue beetle is my boy love playing as him um and then uh i will say for the for the fourth one um i'm probably going to give it to Man, you know what? Part of me wanted to include Destiny 2 in here, but I won't. It didn't make the cut. Not making the cut. Not good enough. Um, I'll give it to A Night in the Woods. Um, So this is a very uh, uh, kind of calm game. Uh, You kind of just kind of cruise around every day and talk to um, your friends. And the art style is very... um, 
dynamic and uh, colorful and the story is kind of melancholy and uh, there's it's a little sad um, there is it kind of takes a turn in the third act that's a little strange in my opinion um, but I still really enjoyed it it, it, it kept me kind of uh, going back into this small town it's so weird it gives me the vibes of something like stranger things and the, but it's nothing like that right you play as a cat um but I, I i really found it very enjoyable i would like to play through it again i think too um that was four uh so number five uh and then for the fifth spot even though this is kind of a cheat because it didn't come out this year um is overwatch so uh overwatch i've stuck with you know i I tried to let it go and get into um, Destiny 2, and I found myself just getting uh, pulled back to Overwatch. I think that it's, they just keep balancing it and making exciting new things and offering exciting new events. We just got a new uh, character, so there's, there's constant free content that's coming out for this game that keeps you invested, uh, and it's just... It's so fun. Uh, it's the the game I play with my friends. Um, you know, a lot of these games that are more more solo ventures for me. This is a game that I really uh, connect with with people on, um, and it's nice having that experience of you know just uh, uh, people jumping on together and and playing Overwatch um, and working together for a goal is like very 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 uh, fun and uh, scratches a particular itch that I, I really enjoy. So. Those are my top five of the year. My top five games for 2017 are um, number five, Super Mario Odyssey. Number four is uh, Cuphead, weirdly, weirdly enough. Um, I like to be tortured. <laughs> number three is uh, Super, Mar Super Mario Kart 8, the new Switch game. Um, it's life-changing. Number two is, um, I'm gonna just count the entire Life is Strange series because I played the original game this year and I've been playing the prequel. Um, and my uh, Number one game this year is uh, actually Night in the Woods um, because uh, I thought it was just a really, um, just like, a, it's just like one of those uh, games that gets to you um, emotionally. I could just like relate very well with the character, uh, just kind of that post-college coming home and feeling like, wow, things have changed, but, or I've changed, but things haven't changed. Beautiful, um, great music, great animation, great game. Game of the year. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And not. Habido, Sayin, Sahuo, Akeachi, Mayo, Oi, Kazemoto. about some of my favorite games of the year 2017 well here I am uh, I have a list here 
Number five, oh, Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. Because uh, shooting Nazis have never felt so good. That's what, what that's what it's written, that's what's written on here. Uh, number four, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Goddamn, that's a good Mario game. Uh, I didn't think I'd play another one of those in a long time, but hell, it's good at being Mario, and it's good at being a joyful little romp in an imaginary little world. Um, number three is not a game from this year. It's Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, I this is my first year with a home console, in a real long time that's a non-Nintendo console. Uh, and with my PlayStation Plus came Metal Gear Solid Five, and had a real good time uh, interrogating dudes in Russian and creating my uh, private uh, group, my private military company, the Anti-Otakus. <laughs> Uh, you can find pictures of that on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, let's see. Number two is Persona 5. Uh, Persona 5, for as many of the flaws it has, it's... Uh, well, I'm still holding this paper like I'm reading out of it. There's nothing on this. What? It's a receipt. What? Why would you betray your own reality like that? It's a receipt for a torta that I bought today. So was it a good torta at least? It was a really good torta. Number two. What's what's near? What's about near? It's not near. It's Persona. Oh, Persona. Fine, whatever. It's Persona and Persona. I love the hell out of the Persona game this year. Uh, it had a lot of flaws. A lot of flaws that were not okay. Uh. Like, definitely cutting me off from, like, social links that I, or uh, confidant links that I really wanted to explore. Uncool move. Uh, not telegraphing actions it wanted me to take. Not cool as well. But as, like, I'm only really mad at that because those confidant links are very good. And also, the dungeon crawling in that game is very good. Uh, so, I would, I'm not going to invest another couple hundred hours to see the rest of those characters but I had a good time with the characters that I did see and uh, last but not least because it is the most is my number one pick it's the Legend of Zelda The Breath of the Wild uh, I talked a lot about that game when it first came out this year and boy howdy I'm, I still think about that game in fond memory like I spent less time with that than I did with Persona but I enjoyed that time more and uh, being able to play a Zelda game that had like that sense of wonder and exploration and discovery uh, was like a really magical experience uh, one that I will not forget soon that's my 2017 Billick, and these are my 2017 top five games of the year. I'm going to start from the very bottom. 
And uh, I'm going to go with, uh, we know that I play a lot of Animal Crossing New Leaf this year. Mm -hmm. I made a lot of friends. It was a great time. Uh, also, moving up to number four, the Final Fantasy IX remaster for the phone. I played a lot of that, and I still am, and man, does that have some replayability power. You know that came out in 1999? Nope, the remaster, beautiful. Everything's great. Number three, the South Park Fractured Butthole. Uh, or if you want to say Fractured Butthole, which I didn't put it together until my friend Chad said, hey, how far did you get in the Fractured Butthole? And I was like, Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart, and I can pick up social cues very easily. Uh, man, number two, definitely Cuphead. Oh, God. We've been talk for a long time. And that replayability, that's going to be killer, except for the end, because I'm never going to beat it. You know, and I beat Cuphead. I know you did. Wait, did you seriously? Yes, I beat Cuphead. Did you Did you tell me that before? I don't think I have. Okay, uh, what grade did you get at the end? Uh, uh, if you average it all out, I think I got like a B. But what did you get on the devil? On um, the devil, I got a C minus. <laughs> okay. I think if you look at like the whole. I don't think progress. that we're no, we're not doing that. Huh. Okay, my number one game. Can you guess? Oh gosh, is it a game <laughs> that came out this year? Yes, it's is a game it... that came out this year. What system is it for? I uh, I played it on the Xbox One. Okay. Uh... I cried for 40 minutes at the end. Final Fantasy 15? Yes. <laughs> but number one game of 2017 is definitely Final Fantasy 15. And I'm still playing the season pass and all of the other little uh, Gladio uh, episode prompto, waiting for ep episode Ignis to come out. It is the one. You know, there might not be any new Final Fantasy 15 content in uh, 2018. What, what are you going to do then? Uh, I mean, I'm going to just replay everything like I always do. Oh, okay. That works. Also, works. new games. <laughs> new games forever. Great. It was a great year for video games. It really was. Should all the acquaintance be forgot and never brought to light? How long are we going to do this for? Should all the Well, Cuphead and his Walkman pal, they like to roll the dice. Man, my top five games for this year. It's it's a tough it's a tough thing because well no it isn't. I mean the Switch came out this year, it came out in March. You know, that was a big thing that I was uh focusing on and, and, and I got a bunch of games for that. So a lot of them are Nintendo related. I don't have other platforms. Other games seemed interested like interesting to me. Um but I'd say number one, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh when that first came out and I saw those trailers, I just it just was it was what I played for like three or four months, and um, just recently getting back into the DLC, uh, I remember why I, you know, I, I, I like the game. But that first time of exploring that huge world, not knowing anything, it was such a cool, uh, a cool thing. Um, so that's my num top number one. After that, I'd have to say, um, man, Mario Odyssey. This is like these are like kind of cop outs, not cop outs, but like they're both really great games. Odyssey, like there's some very, very fun moments in that game. Um, and it's just like it, someone, I think on, on IGN said something about there being a lot of joy in that game. And that's like, 
there is and i and i, and I really appreciate that and I, and I love that it's open world so that's my second one third one i want to say uh go back to 3ds is a bye bye box boy uh i was playing that before the switch came out so are you telling people to buy buy box boy you should buy 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 box boy okay just making yeah. sure <laughs> purchase it um yeah, no, it was you know I that was it's like the it's like the the um the third game in the series of the games you know and and uh, if you haven't had a chance to play them on the 3ds I would or maybe if they're you know maybe they could release it for the Switch I think it'd be really cool to have that collection or a new version of that game or something along those lines that it's it's made by um, the guys that make Kirby what is that company it's a Hell Laboratory Hell Laboratory yeah they um. They they made and it's such a simple thing, but it's 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 such a cool kind of puzzle game and gets you thinking about uh, boxes all the time. But I really enjoy that game, and that's what kind of what I was playing before, um, before the dawn of the Switch. Um, Splatoon two is also a fun game that I that I that I you know I like the first one, um, and they, I think they did a lot of they did some different things with this, and I think the graphics are better. But overall, just having that game, being able to play that uh, wherever. Uh, was is is on there uh, as well, and again, like I don't have a bunch of other systems. Um, I would say, well, my fifth game, I would say of the, of 2017, I actually haven't played all the way. I played it briefly on a friend's like system, but Samus Returns looks super cool, um, and I hope that I get it for Christmas. Uh, if not, I'm gonna Wink, buy <laughs> Santa. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I put I'm gonna buy it if I don't um, because it's a game that it's worth for me going back to the 3ds and. Just playing it, especially when I know Nintendo is like they have the ideas carry over. So like, if there's something that works well in Samus Returns, they're gonna put it in the next Metroid game. So, or maybe there's a secret Easter egg thing that you know unlocks a something that says something about the next Metroid Prime game. Um, so I that's definitely one of games I haven't played, but I want to. I have a few honorable mentions of games that came on other systems that I was really interested in, but I don't have a PS4 or anything like that. Um, so games you would like to play but uh, haven't yet or, or haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 looked really... like I was always a fan of the Resident Evil series. Uh, that looked ridiculous um, and scary, and that's what I would want from a Resident Evil game. Um uh, Battlefront 2 never you know I, I, I played the original Battlefront 2 sometimes I still do with my roommate because he has a 360 in my house and uh, you know it's a fun game and I don't it just just looking at like how how it looks like the graphics in that thing and it's Star Wars so it's like you know I want to play that um, there was Doom I never got around to playing um, when it came out in 2016 so that's another game that's on my radar to play, um, probably for Switch, just because that's the system I have. And care, you know, um, I've heard it plays not perfectly, but well enough on the Switch too. Yeah, I heard it's a faithful um, adaptation of like it feels like Doom. Um, obviously, it's not you know the system's not as powerful, but like there's some s- comparisons that I've seen between the Switch and the PS4 game that like it's it's not like incredibly leagues off like just and that's just based on technology because ps4 pro is older or not pro but the ps4 is older than the switch so it's amazing that that little thing with that doesn't consume that much power can still run a decent enough um enough game i guess um 
I feel like there's some other games that I just don't have my list with me. So, but also um, I mentioned video ball. I had a lot of fun playing video ball, and that's partly because because of you. And uh, if you're in Chicago, Bill has these uh, <laughs> so many bits game nights. Um, Yes. Yeah. Please contact. Yeah. Me. I, yeah. I don't. I'm not over to my private residence. Right. Right. You can. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I. I well, you can have him at my house if you want. Uh, but I'm not saying where he lives. I'm just saying that there, he has these game nights where usually these have different games that I've never played before. This is where I discovered Nidhog. Um, Nidhog Two came out this year. That that's um, that was a fun game too. The graphics are interesting and what they do with the art design for that. But. Yeah, uh, I'd say those are top, mostly Nintendo games because that's uh, a lot of what I have time for to play. Um, I still have to beat Undertale or play Undertale, and I still have to beat Earthbound. <laughs> Earthbound, I was playing pretty religiously on the, the Wii U before uh, the Switch came out because that was uh, my first kind of playthrough. But uh, what about is what's what's your you know well and that Earthbound was my first playthrough, and uh, that's kind of what I was doing before the Switch. Came out. So yeah, that's it. It's not a game, I'm not a robot, and I challenge it new. I'm not a phantom, I'm in your face, and I'm here to see you through. as for me, before getting to that, I'd like to mention a few other games. First, a few games I played this year that I'd like to finish in 2018 are Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Curtain Call, and Persona 3 Portable. Some games I finished but didn't make my top 5 are Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward, Ratchet & Clank, the PlayStation 4 Remake, and Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. And lastly, some multiplayer games I recommend are Windjammers and Video Ball, both on the PlayStation 4. Number 5 is the most difficult game I played this year, Cuphead. While I would be remiss if I didn't mention the troubling origin of its art style, I appreciate the work that went into incredibly smooth gameplay, a fitting up-tempo jazz soundtrack, at difficult but fair bosses. While the game was beyond difficult, the rewarding feeling of overcoming each obstacle left me both happy and relieved by the end. Number four goes to Super Mario Odyssey, an excellent, polished iteration of the Mario formula. I hadn't dug deep into a Mario game since Super Mario 3D World, and an open-world Mario game since Super Mario Sunshine. By sharing some of the DNA of Breath of the Wild, though, Odyssey has evolved its formula to be less demanding of my time. Everything just feels slicker and snappier. Trust me, it's a big deal the game doesn't bump you out to a hub world every time you get a new moon. I could easily understand this being someone else's game of the year, but having played so many Mario games before, I just can't go any higher in my ranking. Number 3, SteamWorld Dig 2, serves as a notable contrast by maintaining a sharper focus and a considerably shorter runtime. While at 15 hours in Super Mario Odyssey, I was still only scratching the game's surface, in that same time, I had seen practically everything SteamWorld had to offer. This isn't a bad thing. By narrowing in on the loop of digging into an alien planet's crust, mining for minerals, then returning to town to buy better mining gear, the developers have cut away all the fat of other kinds of gameplay or alternate modes or side quests and just left the most entertaining portion of gameplay. As you puzzle out the most efficient routes through the catacombs, you gradually earn abilities that offer greater navigation, and the feeling of rocketing effortlessly through areas you struggled with before is fantastic. Number two is a game that as a whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Near Automata. At times, it can be difficult to see why anyone would enjoy playing a game padded with pacing issues, monotonous combat, and strange choices for its lead female character's attire. But beneath these faults is a deep message rarely found in video games, and especially so deeply integrated into its gameplay. 
I really don't think I can do justice to how I felt once I was finished in words, but if you're interested, I did record a spoiler cast previously. Otherwise, I really recommend picking this up, playing it on easy if you have to, and finding out what's rattling around in creator Yoko Taro's brain. And lastly, number one is Persona 5. I'm not sure this comes as much of a surprise if you've been listening to the podcast for the past while, as I've been anticipating this title since I finished up Persona 4 Golden a couple years ago. While I don't think it completely lived up to the hype, and in some ways was a step back from the previous entry, I still believe it did more than enough right. The best evidence that I can give is after playing for 95 hours to finish the story, I immediately started over again before I reluctantly put it down so I could play something else. I don't know if I will get the time to play all the way through again, but the music, the style, and my adventures as a high school student slash psychic nightmare warrior will stay with me for a long time. Now please, Atlas, for the next entry, please less gay panic and transphobia. Please. And with that, that brings this episode of So Many Bits to a close. Next week, we will return to our more standard format of one guest going over the games we've played and, and recent gaming news. To contact us, we can be reached by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're So Many Bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at So Many Bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes, please rate and review, or download from SoundCloud, from Spreaker, from YouTube. We play games, twitch.tv slash so many bits, typically Wednesdays and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Wednesdays are usually reserved for Magic the Gathering Online, and Thursdays for a potpourri of games. Recently, we've been playing Hearthstone, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and Super Mario Odyssey as some examples. And last but not least, please check out the rest of the Second Wind Collective for other quality podcasts, support independent art, the spirit of Dell compels you.